The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good evening, and welcome to the National Intel Report. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is May fifteenth, two thousand twenty-three. Nice to be back. A short breather before I uh, come back to the air here. And, uh, of course, doing a show last night. A very solid show last night. I was very happy with it. Great output. Uh, I love uh, or input. I love the callers last night. Uh, some new callers. I like that. It's nice. We're, we're getting out there. I appreciate the calls, and I appreciate the prayers that are coming my way. I appreciate all of that. As I refer to you as the RBN family. That's how I feel about you. Well, some interesting things going on here. Lots of interesting stuff. We've got some woke articles today. We, of course, we have Ron McDonald in our second hour. We're going to talk about, I'm going to hold off a little bit on this one here. I'm going to hold off till Ron gets here. I'm going to talk about some legal things about the E. Jean Carroll case against Donald Trump. Of course, we know that she was rewarded $5 million for a sexual battery case. Uh, the thing has, the case has so many holes in it. Again, uh, the DA was Alvin Bragg. What a what a amazing! This guy is so busy trying to take down powerful people or conservatives or one or the other or both. Uh, amazing. I would think that's a conflict of interest. That'd be one of my questions I have for Ron McDonald tonight. But uh, it's interesting the mainstream media how they spin a story, and you can just read the headlines of a story whether it pops up on your phone or on the computer, and you're thinking, oh. Geez, it's a negative, something going bad, something Donald Trump did again. Donald Trump was forced to cancel his Iowa rally. That was last Saturday. Why would that be? Why would they be laying the, the groundwork, the planting the seed basically of a negative that uh, maybe people in Iowa didn't want in there, maybe uh, the bad press, and, and they just don't like it, Donald Trump. Well, it turns out it was severe weather, tornadoes in the area. So there's no there's no point in flying out for something that probably will not happen because of the safety reasons, and that makes perfect sense. Nobody gets together in uh, stormy weather, and um, and that rhymes. And uh, getting ready for a Trump speech when you possibly would have to vacate anyway and say, hey, there's a there's a tornado coming. We can't do the can't do the rally. So again, they spin it a different way. They spin it in negative, as if Donald Trump was neglected. He was actually said, no, we're canceling you. Not that he's canceling, we're canceling you. That's the way the story went, and that's not the truth. 
it's it's difficult. It's very difficult to figure out what the truth is these days. I, I meet people, some people, you can actually tell some people who just watch the mainstream media news explicitly, just watch it and believe everything they're told. I can tell you my mother has a friend who believes everything CNN says, everything that mainstream media says, um, MSN says, MSNBC says, anything negative against Donald Trump, she believes. And I know she's not listening to this broadcast because my mom and I had a long discussion on this. And she was trying to introduce her to some clear thinking here, some rational thinking, some critical thinking here about what you're told and what's the truth. There's two sides to every story. And um, actually, maybe there's a third side. There's yours, mine, and the truth, a third story. But uh, she'll never listen to my show because it would, first of all, anger her, probably deteriorate her health a little bit. She's not in the greatest health. And then she would just come back and say, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's a lie. Yeah, everything that comes out of my mouth is a lie. I speak a lot of non-truths. No. Everything I talked about or do talk about is always backed up by some hard fact evidence, especially when I talk about COVID. That's one thing that she would definitely say, that's not true. That's not true. I sent my, my mother over a text today. I sent it out to several people. Actual proof, documented proof that the hospitals, and actually Tucker Carlson actually mentioned this. And uh, again, if Tucker Carlson mentions it's it's not true either. But uh, he talked about how hospitals were given a financial incentive to push COVID, uh, whether it's the shot, the boosters, or the number of cases that are coming into the hospital. These were all lies. People that uh, were not COVID-related deaths were later on reclassified by a coroner and said they are now a COVID death. Therefore, the hospital now would get some compensation for COVID. Anything COVID was uh, was ka-ching, ka-ching for the hospitals. It's a fact. It's a fact. I didn't make this up. It's a fact. There was an incentive out there. A lot of, uh, I'll tell you, most nurses didn't know this. Most nurses didn't know this. They were told early on not to challenge anything COVID. They were told not to challenge us or you're going to lose your job. You want to lose your job? Keep opening your mouth and keep exploring and finding the truth and letting the public know that COVID is a fraud, okay? You're going to lose your job. First, they went higher up the the uh, the, the chain of command here, basically, on, on the, in the hospital setting. You go after the physicians. You intimidate them. You threaten them with their jobs. And, of course, they see how the doctors are being treated. My God, if you can treat a doctor that bad, what can you do to me? And it's essentially what happened here. It was the trickle-down effect of fear and, of course, losing your economics. And who wants to lose their job and lose their livelihood and lose everything they've worked so hard for? You've got kids in college. You've got a house payment. You've got a car payment. Do you want to throw that all away? Some people did. Some people said, you know what? I've, thank God I've got the finances. I can sit back. And when this thing comes unraveling and it comes, comes, comes to explode – and the truth finally comes out about COVID, I'm going to be really looking good. And now you're actually going to have a really good case for a lawsuit because you were fired over false pretenses. You were fired over lies. So now you have a good court case. Now the lawyers come creeping in. The, the ambulance chasers will be there. Everybody will be lining up just saying, I'll take your case. I'll take your case. But beforehand, they were backing the corporations, the institution, to say, take the shot or you get, you get fired. Uh, definitely. This is uh, uh, this was was wrong. 
and uh, I will not wave the white flag, and there's no truce on this one. There's no giving up. Those who brought on this phony crisis cannot retreat, cannot ask for amnesty. They can't. They can ask for it. It's not, they're not, they're not going to get it because the lawsuits are now starting to come out and uh, finally sticking up for those people, people like us, that said no. And uh, it was sad that I actually had to sit down, and I still thank Carol Asher for sitting down with me a good 45 minutes and writing out the religious part, which I infused the medical part of a exemption letter, a template, to give to my wife, to anybody who asked for it, RBN listeners, I did. I gave a lot of it out. And it, it seemed to work. I didn't have any coming back to saying, didn't accept it, Steve, didn't accept it. Everyone seemed to get their exemption accepted. And uh, that uh, that makes me very happy that I could do that. But, uh, you know, now it's, uh, it's starting to all unravel here now. The truth is coming out. And now the lawyers are coming into the play. And uh, the doctors who were once scared are now coming forward and saying, you know what, the data is, uh, is here. I've, got, I've talked to several doctors already. The numbers, the data is coming in that their patients are doing very, very poorly on their health. Many have died, uh, have reoccurrences of cancer that was in remission for a number of years. Other ailments they have, other problems, autoimmune disorders are now uh, taking off like a wildfire. So you have to say to yourself, what's, what's happened? What have we done different in the last three years? Well, we... <laughs> We've added shots. We've added boosters. And, of course, that suppressed the immune system and turned it off basically to that anything you had that was in remission has now taken off like a wildfire. Your cancer was a stage two. Guess what? It's a stage three or stage four now. Wow. But I'm actually finding doctors who actually talk about this now. We're actually saying, I've got the data. Matter of fact, the first question one asked me, my primary asked me, my new primary, because he didn't know me. He's doing a little health history here on me and he's asking me questions and he started off with the first question um did you take the COVID shot no 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 adamantly i said no he looked at me kind of funny like why didn't you i said it's poison it's poison and i went into this long tirade of of uh, the agenda the fraud behind COVID, and uh, boy we spent 45 minutes talking about the fraud of COVID and not my my own situation was a long day and uh, it was nice because i was it was only case today it was usually a paperwork day and he said it's okay we're, we're cool we can we can talk we can stay here forever uh you're my only case today and the rest of the day will be taking care of just paperwork stuff so it was nice and um he understands and like i said i'm surprised you know you have no other comorbidities you have no other problems uh it appears to be this is a hereditary situation with you yeah that's what it looks like. But uh, it did come out of, his, in, out of his mouth in the questioning. Did you take the COVID shot or booster? And he said, I'm seeing cancer everywhere. Cancer is exploding in our hospitals. New diagnosis. Those in remission are now taking off. It could only be one thing. This isn't rocket science. It's the COVID shot and the boosters. Again, my mother's friend would never, never believe any of this I'm saying. Uh, I'm a nutcase. I'm a conspiracy theorist. No, actually, Helga, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I am a conspiracy realist. 
See, she thinks everything is sunshine and rainbows and, and unicorns. She doesn't quite understand there are evil people out there, evil people out there, who plan, who conspire with others to deceive people for profit or some kind of benefit. We have a prison system with nearly a million people in it. Nearly a million people are in prison in this country. People they who conspire to carry out a crime. And thanks to forensic science, which I love, forensic science, has uncovered the conspiracy, and these people were caught, captured and now are serving time in prison. You think Helga would understand that? That's a conspiracy. Nearly a million people in prison who conspired to deceive or defraud have been caught, and they're in prison now. See, I don't think she quite understands. I think when she thinks of conspiracies, she thinks of things like green aliens coming down and going to the White House and, and Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot and things like that. Those are conspiracies. They aren't proven. They're, they're not real. They're just, it's like folklore. We have lots of conspiracies. In our lifetime, how many conspiracies do you think about? How many conspiracies have you actually seen in your own lifetime? How many? Quite a few. I think the first one that came to mind was JFK. Definitely. Conspiracy. The intelligence community and LBJ and many others deciding to take out their own president. That's why those uh, documents have been sealed up for another 60 or 70 years. It's to protect the institution of conspiracy, of carrying out these things. Can you imagine that? Killing your own president. People getting together and in intelligence saying this is like, – it's, it's like the movie Star Chamber. I don't know if you've seen the movie Star Chamber with Michael Douglas. Great movie. Early uh, 70s, late, early 80s, somewhere in there. A good movie. These people all got behind closed doors here, a secret society of judges who said that the judicial system was not working. Too many bad people out there. So we're going to have our own little star chamber court session here. We're going to highlight some cases, and we're going to go around the room and make a do a count, basically, yes or no. And, of course, they had somebody on the outside. They don't know who it was. It was a secret person, but it was, a, it was an assassin. So basically, if uh, it was unanimous, they were guilty. They felt they were guilty. This, these people who got off were guilty. They'd send the assassin. They'd just call him up, and they don't know who he is. But uh, he goes out, and he takes care of it. He's cleaner. He takes out the bad guy. But now we have the reverse of that. We're not taking out bad guys. We're taking out good people. Their star chamber, the Biden star chamber, is taking out good people. They're going after good people. They want this... Supreme Court changed drastically. They can control both houses by hook or crook, as my father used to say. To win by hook or crook, control the Congress, control the White House, all three branches there, and then reach up and then control the Supreme Court. Now, first they go after Clarence Thomas, Anita Hill, that whole story. Then you got... Uh, Blassie Ford, Christine Blassie Ford going after Brett Kavanaugh. Nobody's going after John Roberts. But uh, and it, it's, it's, it's the plan. It's the, it's the evil plan, the game plan that they're having. They're going to try to control all aspects of everything. They'll control everything, the game. We'll see. 
We'll see. We'll see how it all turns out. Um, again, the trip uh, cancellation on the Iowa rally was nothing to do with anything other than weather. Weather, the weather. That damn global warming. Probably another thing that uh, Helga believes in. I have to laugh about that global warming. The planet is always changing. It's always changing. It's a hot day today. It was cooler yesterday. Tomorrow it'll be hot again. So you, you ask these people who actually believe the planet is heating up, wouldn't it be hot all the time? Wouldn't you have consecutive, I mean, just long runs of hot, 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 beyond normal? How can you say global warming in places like Death Valley or Arizona or even down here in Florida? You know, it's in the desert in, uh, in California, it's, it's 110s all the time. In Arizona, 110, 115, all the time. Well, in their, in their summer, there's no variation. You get off the plane, you're going, damn, it's hot out here. Eh, it's nothing, 110. It's a cool day today. 110, it was 115 yesterday. But you're still standing by that planet is heating up, and you're, you're responsible for your CO2 production. Again, another conspiracy, the global warming conspiracy lies that we're told. It's all wrapped up in the, the Great Reset, you know, that whole situation. It's all tied in to the Great Reset. Everything's going to change. It's going to be changing, and you're not going to like it. You're going to have to give up quite a bit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the summer in California when they have the blackouts. It's it really hot one day, a couple of days, and people want to turn on their air conditioning, and they have no electricity. Well, we have a blackout now. What about this uh, electrical grid thing here? I mean, you, you want to do the cars too, right? You want to have electric cars. You have to plug those in at night. When are you going to plug them in? And how long will it last? That other, that another whole scam of fraud there in the, in the uh, green movement here of uh, everything has to go to a battery source. And we have to plug in the, the car and charge it up. We plug in everything. We have to charge a battery for basically everything. And for some reason, the grid uh, is supposed to handle all that, but it can't handle just uh, turning on an air conditioning. It can't handle that. So we're going to be sitting in the heat, sweating, buying fans, I guess. But that's not going to matter anymore because you have no electricity. So we got to figure out some other plan here. So where's the green part of building coal factories to burn the coal to produce the, uh, the electricity that you need to charge the batteries? Does anybody ever talk about that? I don't really think so. I don't really think I hear anybody in the mainstream talking about building more coal plants, to burn more coal, to uh, pollute the air that we breathe in order to produce electricity to charge your electric car. Does this all make sense to you? Does any of this green stuff make any sense to you? Makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. Well, short commercial break here, and we'll get right back to it. Uh, lots to talk about. We got some woke stuff. I think you know. I think laughter is great medicine. I'm gonna try to make you laugh tonight a little bit about some of the woke stuff that's going on. Stay tuned. No reason to get excited. 
Go to republicbroadcasting.org, smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Is history about to repeat itself again? I'm Peter Seraphine with another Liberty Minute. Three banks have failed in as many weeks. A fourth regional bank saw a stock plummet Wednesday night after news that they were looking to sell. Biden says that no taxpayer money will be used to save these banks. But what Biden fails to acknowledge is that all money is taxpayer money. Sure, the FDIC is funded by payments from the banks, but the banks get that money from their customers, taxpayers. In 1930, the United States was in a recession, not unlike today. Then banks began to fail. Then there was a run on the banks and the Great Depression began. With the fractional reserve banking system that we have today, if even 5% of us took everything out of the banks, the system would crash, just like in November 1930. Keep that in mind when the next bank failure hits the headlines. And use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com to protect your legal rights as a gun owner and get free access to training videos. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Hashem Parabellum. Some say life will beat you down and break your heart, steal your crown. So it started out for God knows where. I guess I don't know. When I get there I'm learning to fly Around the clouds But what goes up Must come down Well, here's a headline for you I thought was rather interesting. Uh, I want to do a little bit of humor here. I like poking fun at the woke because, well, they're just, they're just an easy target. 
uh, you know, they don't think. They're not thinkers. They're not big thinkers. They're they're just reactionists. And uh, everything again is in the mind of a woke person. Everything through their eyes is either racist, um, bigoted, homophobe, uh, xenophobe. Uh, you name it. It's always opposite of really what it is. They really don't have a lot of clout. They just uh, simply, well, I think it's. I think I, you probably classified it as some kind of mental illness in the DSM five. That these people see everything, everything is is racist or bad, and it's also pointing a finger at somebody else for doing a wrongdoing, aside of really the truth of really what's going on. They see everything different, and I, I made an example one time here. You could, uh, a, a Democrat or a woke person, you could go to the zoo, and you look over at the, look at the zebra. And you could stand there and say, wow, it's a nice-looking zebra. It's a beautiful zebra. You tell the kids, look, that's the zebra. And you get the woke person, which is often a Democrat. Yeah, pretty much, I think, hand-in-hand, hand, they, they go back you know, holding hands. The Democrat and the woke are pretty much the same. And the woke person would come behind the other person and, and, and correct them in front of the children and say, no, that's, that's not a zebra. That's a horse with black and white stripes. That's what that is. That's not a zebra. That's that's a horse with stripes. Again, this is how these people think. It is a delusion. It is a mental illness. And, uh, well, I don't know, but I guess I don't think anybody in the pharmaceutical industry is really working on that. Uh, but again, because we're seeing so much of other delusions, you know, a, a boy or a man believing that he's a woman. Now he wants to make himself change a little bit here. And, uh, and of course, he's going to be a new person. I'm a man and I'm going to be a woman. And uh, that's, that's all there is to it. Whatever I believe I can be, I can be. I think we've taken that too far. Whatever I think I can be, I can be. The DNA never changes on a crime scene. If uh, somebody is forensic is called out to a crime scene, they find a dead body. It's decomposed. It's been in the field for weeks and weeks and the insects are getting to it and uh, just the sun and everything else, and you can't really determine what the sex is. Well, there could be a person dressed in female clothes. You might say, well, those are female clothes. It must be a woman. But when you get back to the lab here and you do all your testing, you do your DNA testing, you find out this is a, this is a man dressed as a woman. Okay, the DNA, tell, DNA tells you that. You can't change your DNA. That's the way it is, and that's the way it was supposed to be. That's the way God made us. He made us separate. He made man, he made woman, and that's it. There are no other genders. The other genders were inventions from the delusional minds of the woke. Like I said, many of those being Democrats. They're delusional people. Here's a headline here. Chicago gay bar boycott and boycotts Anheuser-Busch for distancing itself from Dylan Mulvaney. Well, that's happened because Anheuser-Busch boxed themselves in, and they have no way out now. Go woke, go broke. They've boxed themselves in. They have no direction to go into now. So what do they do? Well, Anheuser-Busch has decided to look like or pose like they're doing something. It's quite, it's quite comical. Anheuser-Busch fires a third-party ad agency over the backlash of Dylan Mulvaney. They didn't fire Dylan Mulvaney. They fired a third-party ad agency. They are passing the buck here. No courage, no guts. This action alone will not bring back 
those who left the label. Nobody's going to come back for firing a third-party ad agency. The majority of their consumers, their consumer base, does not associate with a pansy like Dylan Mulvaney. Okay, they don't. You made a mistake. You get rid of the pansy, the pansy white dandy boy, and maybe, just maybe, maybe your base will come back. I don't think so, though. I know how I am with boycotts. When I say I'm boycotting something, I have good reason to, and I don't return. I find other places to go to do my business, and I don't do business with that company more. Matter of fact, I stopped shopping at Target right after they created the transgender bathroom or the situation where a male could go into a female bathroom and use the bathroom. I said, anybody goes that, that, that far with something, I don't want to do business with you. Bed, Bath & Beyond the same way. Lots of corporations I have boycotted to say I'm not going to come back. I don't care. You can do whatever you want. But people that have character, no right from wrong, and see a political agenda tossed at them are going to feel the same way I do. They're not going to return. So you can get rid of your third-party ad agency. It's not going to change anything. They're not coming back. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. 
Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. I think Anheuser-Busch wishes they had never taken that plunge there with their wokeness in uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, it's uh, it's broke their back. They've lost a lot of money. People don't want to drink their beer. I mean, stacking up, which means in production side, they've got tanks and tanks of, of, uh, of beer they need to bottle and, and put in uh, cans. And they're simply, why, why, why do that? Why do that? So uh, if nobody's buying the beer and it's not coming off the shelf, then what's the purpose of of actually bottling the the beer, so people are saying, "Well, don't come into work work this week. We're we, we're not selling any beer, so just stay home." So I guess people are getting paid to stay at home, or they're not getting paid at all. So this is a uh, this backlash on uh, this political wokeness here. This agenda has really hit them pretty hard. Uh, I believe uh, over five billion dollars lost. I haven't currently on top of how much the billions, but the last time I heard it was like five billion or maybe more now. But uh, this uh, Bud Light collapse proves – this is a headline here. Bud Light collapse proves common man controls the country. Controls the country. The common man. What is the common man? Do you know what the common man is? The common man. Why don't you just say it? You, you say it. Now, ex- be explicit about it and define what the common man is. What is the common man to Anheuser-Busch? What do they think the common man is? Well, here's what the common man is. The common man is a redneck – who controls this country, and uh, they are haters, they are bigots, they are homophobes, and people who don't like others who practice an alternative lifestyle. Why don't you just say, that's your common man. Well, this female they hired, this ad marketing agent they hired, this female here, who wanted to bring them into the new light. We're going to bring you into the new light. We're going to get you the drinkers, the beer drinkers that you should have. You're not happy with controlling 65 or 70 percent of the market you're not happy with that you think you can add more to it but you can still keep the the base by bringing in a different kind of beer drinker with a political message it's the worst business model i've ever seen in my life and i'm surprised that people don't see the failure of one corporation doing it and saying you know what they failed at it i think i'll try that disney failed at going woke with their LGBTQ agenda and the indoctrination programs they have with their characters. They blew it, man. 
So we all sit back, we watch that, and some corporation says, hey, I think we can do that. I think we can be successful. Disney was not successful with this agenda, but we can be successful. Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. Let's take a gamble. Let's roll the dice and see if we can pull this one off. Then you have another failure. Hershey's now a huge ad out. This the other day I saw it on TV. We've given away 40,000 candy bars. Well, that's great. What do you think that's going to bring people back to your product? You've made, a, you've made a political statement, and now you want to retract, and you think you can buy them back by giving a couple damn candy bars away. It's a tax write-off anyway, right? It's not, not a big deal for you to give out 40,000 candy bars. You simply write it off on your taxes. That's all you're going to do. There's no pain and suffering on that one. Amazing. That's who the common man is, the common man. Well, they drove away the common man. I don't think the common man is coming back. Common man has said, you know what? There are other beers out there. I can buy other beers. I don't need you. I, don't, I certainly don't need you to tell me what to think. I don't need that. I looked for you for a beverage. That's what you did well at one time. We, we enjoyed your beverage. But now you're pushing the political agenda here, and it goes against my beliefs, my value system, my ethics, and uh, I've had enough of you. I'm not going to buy your product anymore. I'm going to buy another product, and you can go out of business. I don't care. I'm not coming back. You can fire the third ad agency here. I don't care. Third party, you, you can fire. I don't care. You're still standing by the dandy boy. I think it's quite embarrassing. I, I thought to myself one day, my wife and I were talking, I said, you know, I don't care what somebody's sexuality is. I really don't care. But I am inquisitive and wonder why some of them are, you, you, you can bump into somebody and, you know, find out he's gay. Oh, wow, I didn't know it. You can't tell. You can't tell at all. He, 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 does, he seems like a kind of a macho kind of guy. Uh, he doesn't give any indication that he is. And if he is, that's his business. I don't care. That's his business, what he does in his bedroom. I don't care. I really don't. But then you get the flamboyant one. That is, it's so obvious. You can't hide it. And, and that, I think that's what bothers me is the flamboyant one. Do you have to really be a flamboyant? Do you have to? Is that necessary? Can't you just be a guy? Can't you just do that? No. That's, uh, I guess that's recruiting. I don't know. It's some kind of recruiting mechanism here to... To tell everybody, I am this. Are you? We could check, we can get together. I don't know. It's it's hard to figure out that one. Here's a an interesting here. Uh, this is your woke your woke article for, article for today. Michigan is banning backpacks for their student safety. Well, they've come back to now change that stands a little bit. They now say you can have a backpack, but it must be a clear backpack. I have never seen a clear backpack. Have you ever seen a clear backpack? No, I never have. I, I guess they make them now. Maybe they make them now. Here's another commerce idea here that was created because of the woke. And for those who are, who are just fearful of, of people coming into school and the kids and the guns and the knives and stuff. So somebody has said, well, you know, here's, a, here's a possibility. Let's uh, let's make a backpack that's clear and see-through, so so the kid can't bring it into school. So the kid couldn't uh, tuck it under under his shirt. He couldn't tuck it uh, under his hoodie. He has to put it in a backpack. Yeah. 
So now the girls have the clear backpack. You can see everything in their backpack. I, oh, look, you got Kotex. Oh, the guys are going to love and laugh at you on that. Look, she's got her tampon. She's that time of the month. Guys in the jock straps. Uh, but then again, if, if the whole purpose is to prevent guns from coming in, it's not going to help. I can't take my nine millimeter. I can't wrap it in a, in a, in a, in a towel and put it in my clear backpack. Could I, could I not think about doing that? Sure you could. There's lots of ways to get it in to the school. The whole backpack thing is, is ridiculous. What it's actually is going to do is going to have kids uh, say, there's no homework. I'm, I'm not taking, I can't take any books home. You know, backpacks are out, are illegal or I'm just not going to bring home books and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's kind of a silly knee jerk reaction to, to have a new rule that um, we're banning backpacks. But if you do have one, you have to have a clear one. It makes no sense. You know, we have all the money in the world for war. We have all the money we want for war to send Ukraine. I don't know what we're at now, $150 billion. Maybe it's probably more than that. But uh, they don't have the money to, to install a metal detector at a school. Don't have the money to hire more police officers, resource officers to uh, to make sure the little wands. You know the little wands? You go to concerts now, and they, you walk through, and some guy has a wand, and he waves it over you, front and back, and he goes up and down, and, oh, you're fine. You can go in. You can't do that. You can't have a metal detector at school to walk through. You've, you've got him at the airport. You've got him at other – you've got him at federal buildings. I mean, let me tell you a funny story here the other day. I had a letter to mail to my mother in my possession, and I went to a federal office building. It's about a couple months ago. And I'd sealed the letter up. I put my keys in the bucket. I put my belt buckle in there. I put everything metal in this bucket, just like you're at the airport, and I walked through. And I also emptied out my pockets, and I took the letter, and I put the letter with all my other belongings that would set off a metal detector. I walked through, and they said, oh, 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 no, you, you, you can't have this here. You can't. You have to take this outside. What, the letter? Yeah. Why? Well, we can't have a letter in here. It's sealed. Well, pat it down a little bit. What do you think is in there? There's a letter. Well, there, there could be um, there could be all kinds of you know toxic things. There could be some toxic dust or some one of those ricin or something. You know, anthrax you could have put in the envelope. They would not let me take the letter out to my. I had to take my letter out to the car. They would not let me take the the letter into the federal building. I couldn't believe. My wife looked at each other. Going, Are you serious? You, you're, it's not April Fool, Fool's joke on me here, but yeah, are you serious? I got, I, I'm going to be late for my appointment now. And you really want me to run this out to the car? That's quite a ways from where I am right now. And, uh, and you're not going to let me, can I leave it here at the station? Can I leave it right here just where you guys are? Can I leave it with you and go up to my appointment and then come back? No, you can't leave it here. You can't leave it here because we don't know what's in there. Knee-jerk reaction, stupidity. So what I did was I walked outside this federal building. I looked around to make sure nobody's watching me. And what did I do? I found a little place to tuck it in near a trash can. And it kind of hit it with some foliage there. I thought, gosh, I hope it's, I hope it's still there when I come back. You know, somebody finds it and opens it up and it's gone. That's fine. But, uh, I mean, I have another copy of it. Wrote it on my computer and I backed it up. But the whole idea, the knee-jerk reaction here uh, of 
you can't bring this letter through. It blows me away. We've get we've taken this here, this war on terrorism, and uh, with these knee-jerk reaction solutions, uh, too far. It's ridiculous. It's it's embarrassing. It's quite embarrassing. But again, we have all the money in the world for war, but we don't have money for any uh, metal detectors in your school. But that's all possible. This is all created and structured for a reason. You say, believe it or not, they actually they actually want these school shootings. They really do. Oh, that's a stupid thing to say, Steve. No, it's true. It's really the people behind the agenda to take away your Second Amendment rights and to get rid of guns, take them out of your hands, need these shootings to happen in order to do so. They just can't take your gun away for having no reason whatsoever. But safety of children is always a good reason to take away something or add new laws to protect the child. So, you know, these guys really do want to have school shootings so they can say, look, the gun, the gun, not the person, the gun. We must take the gun. Forget the person. We need the gun. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're, they're working on this is an agenda that's going to carry out. This summer is going to be one of the worst summers for shootings. I'm sure they'll probably blame that on global warming. Oh, it's hot. When, when it's really hot out, people get angry and they get uh, agitated and they shoot people. Actually, there is some truth to heat uh, getting people angry and uh, losing their cool. Losing their cool in, in the heat's heat wave there. That is somewhat true, but they're going to blame it far beyond that, and that it is global warming probably that's triggering all this agitation and people that are just shooting, shooting, shooting. But they got to find some reason to take your, your, your Second Amendment rights, to take your firearm. It just can't happen on its own. There must be an insult, something that happens, in order for them to come back to say, I want your gun. On, you know, in our lifetime, you and I are smart. We figured this out. Unfortunately, the youth of this country are so damn gullible and have been brainwashed that the gun is bad. The gun is bad, not the person. And they'll willfully in the future. We won't we won't live to see it, but we'll well, you know, it's going to happen. The youth in this country that are being brainwashed and indoctrinated will be the ones that will, will hand over everything. For a little guarantee of safety. They're easy. Scare the hell out of them. And they'll say, here, take it. Please, please take the gun. Take the gun. I'm afraid of it. Not afraid of the people. I'm afraid of the gun. Let's uh, go to the phones here and talk to Patrick in England. Hey, mate, how yes, you doing? Hello, uh, Steve. How are you doing, yes, mate? Uh, good evening to you. Um, great to hear uh, that you, you're on the you show. Can you, actually, can you actually use the word mate on somebody who's English, or is that just an Aussie thing? Uh, mate, M-A-T-E, yeah, we use it all the time. Hello, mate. Okay, that's yes. what I thought. I said, okay, mate, what's on your mind? Uh, yes, uh, well, we've got a, a fairly dangerous religion over here that's been spreading pretty pretty fast um, over the last few years, and that's the uh, religion of wokery. Yep. Wokery, W-O-K-E-R-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it, well, I call it wokery. Yeah. And one of the things is that we argue, people argue, well, what is wokery? How do you define it? Well, I just thought of a very good definition. I just thought I'd put it past you. Mm-hmm. Wokery can be defined as the manic obsession with matters of race, gender, and diversity. How about that? That's, a pre- that's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. Uh, the, and I, and I, you know what? Really I know... 
I know you guys are experiencing more of that more of that than we are here. We're you know, everything seems to happen across the pond and then it slowly makes its way to the United States. You guys have been in this uh this woke thing for a lot longer than we have. Well, yeah, but getting for twenty years. For example, the top position in a company always for decades as I was growing was called the chairman. You had the managing director or the CEO and you had the chairman. The chairman right. you know, well we don't we can't say chairman now. I mean fifteen to twenty years ago, although you had to say the chair, the chair or the chairperson. Right. And that that was like the start of wokery or or back then we called it political correctness, you know. Right, uh, right. And so it started I mean, as far as you're concerned, it really depends upon what state you're in. I mean, if you're in California, you're in a totally woke state. But if you're in sort of, you know, you're in, I don't know, whatever, I don't know, one of the Mississippi or Tennessee or something, it's probably less woke. Um, So was it a hard sell? Was it a hard sell by the government pushing the woke in England, is it was it a hard sell, or people just said, you know what, that's cool. If that's what you want, that's fine. I don't have a problem. With, with the old, yeah, with the old people, yes. But what's happening now is that our children, uh-huh. our generation of children, are coming home from school and correcting their parents now and what they're mm-hmm. allowed to say. For example, I always use the word Oriental to refer right. to. You know, I find Oriental ladies can be quite attractive. You know, sure. and uh, and you know, some of the oh, oh, you can't use that word anymore. You know. Um, so know, what's, the, what's, the sub, what's the substitute word for Oriental? What is it? Well, if, if you say well, Asian, you is, that, to, is that bad too? Is you, Asian you, bad? You, you, have to say, you have to say Asian. Asian is oh. quite a, although it's quite a wide area, Asia. You see, okay. Oriental refers more to sort of India, China, sort of a right. You see, and the reason why is that, yeah, that nasty British empire, but it's got o- overtones of sort of colonialism and stuff like that. I mean, the Sainsbury supermarket, they still use the word oriental meals. So it's just nonsense. We just, we, we just got to resist. And our, when our children come back and tell us that, oh, you're not allowed to use this and they're taught this trash, basically, at school, you just say, no, no, you're being taught yeah. this trash. There's nothing wrong with that word. We've That's got right. radio presenters on our mainstream media treading mm-hmm. like eggshells, the way they speak, terrified yeah. of saying anything in case they offend someone. Uh, yeah. We've got the old BBC sitcoms, and the BBC, you know, is, is a woke channel. It won't show any of the old classic, or very rarely, all the old sort of sitcoms that we used to laugh at. You know, we used to be yeah, very I th- good I think, at a lot uh, of these. I think Benny Hill, Benny Hill's been banned. Yeah, well, that, England, that is. That, that, well, it probably has, and they probably say it's a bit sexist yeah. or whatever. But tell now, what, but, tell I mean, you, you know, Patrick, the, Patrick, this is a great conversation. Stay on the line. We're going to come right back to you, okay? Yeah. Stay tuned. Mm. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. 
or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. And we return back to the phones and talk to Patrick in England. Patrick, a couple questions for you. How are you on the pronouns? I I assume you have children that come home and correct you of what you can or cannot say? I I don't, but I know that it's going through the school, and it's been, you know, in my church, actually, it's been quite a bit of a relief for one of our one of our pastors actually he's just retired retired about five years ago he, he's retired just at just at the right time before they've been sort of forced to sort of go and teach all this stuff or so you know respecting children's personal pronouns or whatever it's a nightmare imagine being in teaching and you've got to do this now and stuff like this it's just it's just nonsense you know yeah. um so it's 
I mean, as far as you're concerned, it's going to be dependent on what state is. Thank goodness yeah. you've got states where the parents, yeah. you know, are taking control of the education and whatever. We're going to sack your school board if you teach your, yeah. our children this woke nonsense. And the, what, isn't it great that, you know, the corporations, what did Trump say, go woke, go broke, or something like yeah. that, didn't he? <laughs> well, well, Patrick, it's, it's is, there, is, there a, is there a pushback by the citizenry in, in England? Is there a pushback? Is there anybody saying... Hey, this is just crazy talk. Uh, the pronouns and all these things. Is there is there a pushback at all, or not? Only us older folk, uh, and, and and for people that are with families, you know, mm -hmm. it's there's a bit, a little bit of a pushback. But everyone's very placid and whatever, and everyone's been sort of psychologically wow. conditioned that you mustn't offend anyone else, basically. So no one's people are just paralyzed with with fear of offending someone. You know, you know, you just, you know, listening to the media now, the radio and stuff like that, and just chat shows and whatever. Uh, people yeah. just don't, just can't and just don't say anything now through fear of offending yeah. someone. Right. You right. know, and, and and over here, you're always getting these situations where one group of people, generally white people, will get offended on someone else's behalf. Yeah. On, on that something was said, but if you actually yeah, ask the person that, that, that's supposed to be offended, they never were offended. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just... oh, we see we see that a lot about uh, in 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 situations out here about the black agenda. You'll have a white person talking about blacks being uh, you know discriminated against, and was, here's a white person screaming about blacks being discriminated against. And went, are you serious? I don't hear that from black people, but I hear it from you. It, it, the same situation you're talking about here. Let me ask you a question real quick here before we get to in the end of this hour. How prevalent is homeschooling in England? How prevalent is that? Hardly prevalent at all. I mean, it's a, a little bit. I mean, the, the problem is that it's just everyone's got to work. You, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. when I when I was born, you know, one person could just go to work. You know, and that was it. Everyone, the parents work now of, of children. They don't get. They can't educate their children like that privately. Mm. You know, they, they, they can't do homeschooling. They haven't got time. To, you know, um, it, it just doesn't happen. Well, I'll tell you what, you've enlightened me and this list of audience today. I appreciate it, and I hope you listen again and uh, continue to call back in. I, I Across the pond here, I don't have a lot of contact, but uh, I'm, I'm thankful for you to call in and, and tell us what's going right. on out there. Keep in All touch with us. Okay? Appreciate Thanks, it. Steve. Second Good hour night. coming up. Ron McDonald's going to be in the second Bye. hour. Looking forward to that, and uh, stick around. It's the least we can do for the red, white, and blue. We must take the miracle back. We must take the miracle back. Kilad says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQRS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, you know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? 
Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.